0: And welcome to Three from the Seven, Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of our biggest stories from the last seven days. My name is Rafaela Kenny-Sincotta. I am the assistant editor at Relics Magazine. And I am joined once again by my pal, bassist extraordinaire, Karina Reichman, freshly back in the United States. Freshly back! Feels good. Good to be here, Raph. How are you? Very, very good. For people who aren't aware, Karina was in the Dominican Republic last week. Ricky Blakesburg stepped in in your stead, but uh, it's really nice to have you back. It's so great to be here. Thank you, Ricky, for uh, for filling in
1: right there. You crushed it, as I only knew you would. And uh, yeah, it was a great, uh, great time to be away, and it's great to be back. And it's uh, everything's great. What can you say? So you got some sun. You got some surf. I got both of those things. You know, I put. Uh, you know, <laughs> time to good use by just uh chilling real hard it was great had some atvs which is fun to rip around on it's some good meals you know pool beach pool beach pool beach i'm all in all in but now i'm ready to go yes. you know what i'm saying i'm happy to be back i'm really happy to be back you know sometimes i go on vacation and it's like you know you can chill for a certain amount of time, and then, I don't know, if you're me, I just get kind of antsy, and I'm like, all right, well, uh, time to go home and play some music, or whatever it is, you know, just... I I don't know.
0: I guess that's why we do it, right? You get back, you recharge the battery, shall you say? Absolutely, and you kind of like uh, segued back into the New York music scene very calmly. With uh, you did a rock and roll Playhouse show. I
1: did, I did. Those are the most wholesome gigs ever. It's uh, I you know DJed funk music for a bunch of children and uh, accompanied the tracks with some live bass guitar, if uh, if you can believe that. And it was super fun. It was a great great time on Saturday over at Industry City.
0: We've had some decent weather here in New York City, but to segue into our first story, being pulled from Relics' Daily 7, uh, New York City's Governor's Ball canceled their final night, which was on Sunday, including the Strokes headlining set due to inclement weather. So despite some beautiful weather for your funk review and (laughs) some beautiful weather right now looking out the window on the skyline of Manhattan... New York got absolutely slammed by some rain on Sunday, causing some real distress on Randall's Island. It was, I mean,
1: you know, they delayed opening the gates until 630, right? But for most of the day, it was gorgeous, picturesque and gorgeous. And I understand, like, of course, you don't want to let a bunch of people in just to have to evacuate them, right? But for, you know, until honestly, I'd say about five, I think from 530 to 615, it poured like a motherfucker. But until then, it was gorgeous and lovely, and then it stopped. Right? It stopped after those, you know, forty-five some odd minutes, and then, of course, it came back real hard in the later part of the evening. And uh, that's some crazy
0: shit, Raph. I don't know. It was some. It was nuts. It was yeah, definitely nuts. and People were not happy, understandably. I'm. Um, I, I talked to a couple of people who were there personally and said that that once they made the announcement on stage that the Strokes would indeed not be playing, some things were thrown. Some art installations may be bashed, Ugh. which is never cool. Just a general PSA of, like, <laughs> Governor's Ball cannot control the weather, so smashing up art installations that people worked very hard on is not cool, man. It's a party foul. Yeah, man. Yeah, you can't be doing that.
1: Ugh. But it's a shame, you know, and of course, I don't know. I, I have yet to attend a Gov Ball, but if I were going to, I mean, the Strokes would have been what I... You know, kind of lined up for, if you know what I'm saying. So it's a shame. I'm sorry for all those people who were super stoked to see a uh, Mr. Julian Casablanca and Co.
0: rip it up, and uh, they got they got shafted, man. Yeah, if I was to go, it was going to be that day, right. and I'm really glad I didn't spontaneously get a ticket uh. to then be absolutely dumped on in the rain. And I actually mentioned to you before we started recording, but I have my own Governor's Ball horror story. Lay it down. Lay Governor's it down. Ball, the year was 2013. Oh, you were a wee child. I was a wee wee child. A 19-year-old Raf just stars in her eyes at Governor's Ball, was dying to see pretty lights, who I was very, very into at the time. Oh, yeah. bared through insane rain all day it's absolutely pouring and I'm like finally it's time I'm gonna see pretty lights I'd never seen pretty lights before I start I see the main stage from the distance there is no crowd a young inexperienced (laughs) festival goer I assume I will be in the front row so I start running full speed (sighs) to the stage saying I'm gonna be front row for pretty lights this is gonna be the best thing ever whatever like screw the rain it's gonna be amazing I get there they're breaking down the stage. A roadie, a grizzled roadie looks me in the eyes and says, "Oh, he's absolutely not playing." Oh. I took a no. sad walk across the bridge. I took a sad subway ride. Be honest, did you cry? I totally. Oh. Cried. I totally Raph, cried. No. I was young, emotional and absolutely drenched by the rain. Would you say that was the most soaked you've ever gone at a concert? Probably. That was probably the worst rain. Uh, Sweetwater 420 Fest a couple of years ago I saw Ween in the pouring rain But that was actually really cool I'm down for that, yeah Yeah, it was (laughs) awesome They played Tear for Eddie Uh, Dean Ween absolutely slayed it So that's cool I mean, rain can obviously enhance The the concert and festival going experience But not when it's absolutely torrential And things start getting cancelled Once thunder and lightning come into the mix It's a disaster You don't want that, for sure So I kind of swore that I would never do Governor's Ball again
1: (laughs) Well, honestly, for good reason I understand that That leaves a poor taste in your
0: poor drenched
1: Mouth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's Randall's Island kind of has bad luck in general. In addition to weather cancellations in 2013, Governor's Ball had weather cancellations in 2016, this year, 2019. Uh, and then Panorama did weather-related cancellations in 2018. So maybe let's just stop having festivals on Randall's I Island.
1: I mean, I, you know, <laughs> no comment. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Totally, it's uh, it's a shame. It's really, you know, why's the weather gotta ruin our fun? You yeah, know?
0: Mother Nature is a cruel mistress, and uh, you know, sometimes you just gotta roll with the punches. But shout out to everybody who bared through a rough, rough governor's ball, and I'm sure governor's ball will bounce back in whatever fashion. Bless all
1: your hearts. You did
0: great. Bless all your hearts. You did really great. Awesome. Well, moving out to the West Coast, or the Middle West Coast, uh, we got to see Mike Gordon jam a sick Almond Brothers cover with Mo at Red Rocks this weekend uh, in memory of Elizabeth Reed. Good God. So sick. So sick. These are all the things I like. I'm not going to lie to you.
1: Mike, Rob, Almonds, all the above. It's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I... I'm no stranger to the double bass jam, if you will, where you have, you know, two bass players come up, which is unorthodox, by the way. It's not, you know, it's not a thing that we usually do because it's obviously a, a rhythm instrument for the most part. And uh, you got to kind of divide things up intelligently, maybe. Maybe one guy sticks on the lows and the other guy kind of rides the highs a little bit and does some some embellishments, if you will. But uh, but I thought it was super, super hot, and uh, and I love those guys playing together. Yeah, and yeah, still, I mean, I know it's kind of old news, but I'm so happy Rob as well and crushing it. And it's it's unbelievable to see him just like, you know, back in full effect. I remember being so emotional when he, you know, kind of came back after the health scare and everything. Um, and look, I mean, that's such an awesome bill. White denim, Mike Gordon and Moe. Like that's, I don't know. I should have flown out. I fucked that one up, but that's Okay. That jam was super, super hot. Did you uh, Did you check
0: it out yourself? I, I did. It It was awesome. And obviously, I can kind of gauge how things were by our fan responses on things like social media. And the minute we posted that story on Sunday, I, it was just an overwhelming, you know, fish fans, Mo fans, Almond Brothers fans, all these different sections of our scene just saying it was absolutely amazing. Uh, it, it capped off the first set, which I think a lot of people. Don't really, maybe don't expect to sit in, think maybe it's going to happen in the encore, but kind of this amazing middle of the show, just banger. It, interestingly enough, that Gordo had jammed in memory of Elizabeth Reed, which is the song they played together previously with Mo more than 10 years ago, more than 15 years ago, in 2003 at Las Vegas' House of Blues with Dickie Betts himself. So this song kind of has history with Gordo and Mo. Uh, and like you said, just double basses with Gordo and Rob, just there's an amazing photo that Dave Van took of just Gordo and Rob together just doing their thing. Uh, you you got to love a, a couple low ends. Karina, let's get you in the mix there. Yo,
1: t- yeah, from your lips to God's ears, Raph, let's go. Absolutely. They uh, they are crushing it. And, you know, I mean, I'm biased, but you can never have enough bass, Raf. Come on. True. Bring the lows. You got to have that bass. That's what I'm talking about. And in this photograph, actually, you can see Mike kind of up high. On the neck and then rub kind of down low so that's uh that's interesting i like that i like that a lot this is a tune i mean you know obviously everybody who plays this sort of music has shedded their asses off to you know liz reed forever myself included like it's one of my favorite tunes to play among friends (laughs) and uh and it's just so cool they you know i don't know i just remember being 13 14 playing in memory of Elizabeth Reed in my bedroom and just thinking it was the coolest song that ever happened. (laughs) And it's cool to see Mike and Rob, you know, these two guys, the fusion of the two styles and everything, just coming together for a heady Liz Reed. What what do you want,
0: you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, You have jammed with Gordo before in an informal setting. Have you ever jammed with Rob? I've never jammed with Rob, but I've jammed with uh, Al and Vinny. And I will be
1: playing Mo Down this year, so I'm wildly stoked. And I'm good plug, uh, good plug. Yeah, good plug. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I'm a big Mo fan. I'll tell you right now, I'm a big, um, you know, 40 minute Moth meet. Don't play no games. Gathering of the vibes 99. <laughs> you know, y'all know what I'm saying. Anyway, I'm a I'm a huge fan of Mo, and. Uh, And I'm a huge fan of Mike and Fish. So these were two... uh, This is a good confluence of things. As I said, I really should have flown out for that. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't, you know, couldn't make it to GovBall. Couldn't make it to this beautiful Red Rocks experience. And actually, you know what? The night before at Red Rocks was Chromio with a live band. You're a big Chromio fan. I'm a huge Chromio fan. So I could have had myself a nice little weekend in in Colorado. But I... uh, I didn't do that, Raph. It's really a shame. Nah, you know, no FOMO. No FOMO. But I think I missed out a little bit. <laughs> well,
0: when you're living in a jam renaissance, as we are, it's an abundance of riches. So. It is.
1: You are so eloquent. I couldn't love you anymore. That is beautiful. Yes, I agree. <laughs> I really agree. I am a bit of a wordsmith. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. Well, if we could turn back time, you'd go with me, right? You'd
0: oh, abso- yeah, no doubt. We Absolutely.
1: take the private jet, get dropped off right there, fly yeah. back Your right Your private jet or my private jet?
0: Mine. Okay. Mine's a little more. Mine is in the shop.
1: Yeah, totally. I got us. Don't worry. We got a chef.
0: (laughs) As long as there's a seafood tower there. There will be more than one.
1: Let me tell you, you'll be all hooked up. I'll catch you mercury poisoning sooner than you know. (laughs) We all got gout. We're all working on it. Oh, and that brings us to our next topic, ladies and gentlemen. Or does it? I don't know. Dead & Company kicked off their summer tour
0: at the Shoreline Amphitheater. And it was blazing hot, wouldn't you say? It really was. The big highlight for me is they debuted Merle Haggard's Mama Tried, which obviously for a lot of deadheads listening is a standby or was a standby for the Grateful Dead, which really surprised me when I was looking at the set list. And I was like, they haven't played Mama Tried yet. Wow. Is that right? That's yeah. really crazy. How about that? Well, look, you got to bust him out when you can. <laughs> That's yeah. it's awesome. Mama Tried is probably not officially a dead song, but one of my favorite versions of dead yeah. songs. Karina, is is Mama Tried up there for you? I love Mama Tried. Never
1: mad at a Mama Tried. You know,
0: and the entire year I was twenty one, I blasted that song because I turned twenty one in prison doing life without parole. Yeah, oh. and that was when I—that was when I was feeling dangerous and finally drinking legally. So. God bless you. That's when you crashed your private
1: jet and you had to serve some time, right? No, I'm just kidding. Oh yeah. <laughs>
0: Had to, had to do a nickel, no big
1: deal. What are you gonna do? Um, no, listen. my mom's listening. Mom, I never want to. Sorry, my that. mom, she <laughs> never did that. She never did that. Here, you know what, Rob? We could talk about the music all day, but let's just get to the real important nitty gritty of this, wouldn't you say? Bob Weir, cut, chiseled arms, 70 whatever years old, looking so swole up there in the mayor in the Slayer font tank top. It was out of control. It's all over the internet. Have you seen this? Do you know about this? Oh, oh, I know about it. I'm not going to lie to you. I stared at it for a little while, and I was completely convinced it was photoshopped. And then I just kind of scrolled around. I was like, no, that's just quite literally a still from the show. Like, what's going on here? We've all seen the workout videos at this point, right? Mr. J Lane. He's definitely been, you know, Gary hard Wolf at Bros. work, Tour. making gains. Doing all that stuff, and uh, you know, I feel like it was not only a debut for the band uh, in terms of you know their summer tour kickoff, but a debut for Bobby's muscles, and that's just
0: really something. Interestingly enough, uh, Bob had posted a picture recently, I think maybe that morning, of him and Bill Kreutzman in the gym. First time Bill Kreutzman's making made an appearance in these kind of workout social media things that Bob is doing. Maybe Bill saw Bobby's guns and was like, "Hey, you know." I, I could get swole. Dude, I could do this. I mean,
1: this is the lowbrow commentary that I live for. Let me tell you, because I really do think maybe one at a time, each one of those motherfuckers, they are going to just be hitting the gym hard. I would like to see
0: Kreutzman's guns out for the next, uh, maybe two weeks from now. What do you say? Yeah, Rhythm Devils played drum space on both nights at Shoreline, so God knows those arms are just hard at work making those ambient sounds. It's really something. I'm um I I'm,
1: I'm shook, is what I'd like to say. I'm fully shook. I can't even believe it. But you know what? Show sounded great. Bobby looked great. Everybody was out there crushing it.
0: Shoreline, obviously a great place for <laughs> for a tour kickoff. Yeah, lots Beautiful. of dead history there. Lots of uh, classic pairings. Uh, on night two, they ended set one with Lost Sailor, Saint of Circumstance, which is another one that's in my heavy dead rotation right now. I absolutely love those two songs together. Night two, they started set two with China Rider, What's Not to Love. Yep. You know what else was super cool, Raph, was that, like, you know, of course, it's Saturday night, and
1: I don't know, I feel like when they don't just kind of rely on, oh, yeah, we'll play one more Saturday night, and they do all this other crazy shit, I mean, Jesus Christ, I don't know, Uncle John's band Supplication Jam playing in the band Reprise for the encore, I don't know, that it, I think it was super inspired, if you will, because, I don't know, sometimes those things where it's like, oh, they're going to play one
0: more Saturday night, it becomes a crutch of sorts. I could not agree more. Uh, One More Saturday Night is obviously a, a super awesome party jam. One of the best musical experiences of my life was seeing Bob play it with J-Rad at in a couple of years ago. But like you said, you know, if you do it every Saturday night, it's not special. Uh, Dead and Company are clearly feeling loose, clearly feeling excited about Summer Tour. They played a Morning Dew on night two to end the second set. What's not to love about that? They definitely gave people a treat out in Cali. and. Dead & Company are playing some amazing venues this summer. They're playing the Hollywood Bowl. They're playing the Gorge, Wrigley Field, City Field, Folsom Field, all these amazing outdoor stages. It's going to be a good summer. I love that. Get out there. See some Dead &
1: Co. this summer. Will How I be it? seeing
0: you at City Field?
1: I would love to be at City Field. I haven't quite nailed that one down yet, but yes. How about yes? And then we'll work around that
0: that's the that's the Grateful yes. dead credo I'll just show up and I'll figure out the I'm tickets I'm sure
1: later. we'll figure it out I don't even remember that date and I hope I don't have a show that day but if uh, if I don't I think it's in June I think it's in June question, mark? In June, question mark I'll be there it's right after Bonnaroo perfect see you there <laughs> Will you be Wait. at Bonnaroo this year? I will not be at Bonnaroo this year. No. Sad face. I will be playing Mountain Jam this year, which is the yeah. same weekend on Thursday with Mr. Marco Benevento. And then he and the J-Red fellows will be flying from Mountain Jam to Bonnaroo because they're playing
0: both. Rock and How roll. How about that?
1: But yeah. No. But will you be at Bonnaroo this year? I will be at Bonnaroo Look this year.
0: Look at you. I got to see fish. It's got to happen. And
1: Cardi B. <laughs> Front row at Cardi B. I'd skip fish. 100%.
0: Oh, Yeah i don't even like fish <laughs> yeah yeah there we go no nah, don't send me hate mail <laughs> no I, hate mail i did the whole baker's dozen Sorry. humble brag
1: she's kidding she's kidding not about the baker's dozen no
0: not about the baker's dozen the other thing My, I, have the, I have the bank account to prove it is
1: this the <laughs> episode where the wheels come off this I think is, it, this is on a hinge. very loose
0: episode i love I feel, it i
1: like it this is like our sailor saint dude this is some next level oh, wow. we're
0: just getting in there um, this is it i don't know what i mean by that this is gonna have a, an addition on deadnet it's <laughs> gonna have a bunch of asterisks It's going to be be like asterisk private jet reference. Yeah, first time played. First time played. Private
1: jet reference. Um, You know, Oyster
0: oyster tease. Swole
1: Bobby (laughs) reprise. It's really something. You know what, Ralph? It's a hell of a set list. I really, I couldn't love you more. This has been such a beautiful time.
0: What else do we got? What's going on? Well, before we move on, I just want to remind everybody that if you don't have tickets for Dead & Company, you can watch on Couch Tour because Couch Tour counts. It doesn't count to your show count, but it still is a good time to have with your friends. Then we're going to move on to our weekly shout-out. Yes. Weekly shout-out, if you're unfamiliar, gives our friends the music scene a chance to shine a little light on what they're working on. So let's see who we have this week. Hey, this is Dave from Turquoise, and you're listening to Three from the Seven. Our new EP, Afterlife Volume 1, is out now. Stay tuned later in the summer for Volume Two. Awesome! Thank you to Dave from Turquoise. Karina, are you familiar with the Turquoise guys? I You've am. Shared some stages, I think. Sure, right?
1: absolutely. And I've played uh, in Craig's, you know, kind of solo
0: band called Headband, which
1: is awesome. Uh, I love all those fellows. Yeah, absolutely. And Sammy and Shira, those are my girls. Come on, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Love Turquoise. You guys do beautiful work, and now they are they are touring their asses off and crushing enormous
0: rooms. Totally, road warriors. It's really a beautiful thing. Love you guys. Yeah, not to mention their work with Jerry Harrison from The Talking Heads on their most recent record. If you haven't listened to it yet, their most recent record, Life in the City. It's very, very good. I really enjoy it. I play it in the office all the time. So shout out to Turquoise. Shout out to all the guys and gals from there. And thanks to Dave for, you know, stopping in and saying hello. Dave. Yeah, always happy to hear from Dave. Beautiful thing. Absolutely. And I believe, Karina, we've reached the end of our road. Oh my God, it's too soon. What it's else are we going to do?
1: What's going on? Whose jet are we taking uh, to Central Park?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there might be some some air traffic. Maybe we'll just take our own personal limousines. Oh, okay. That's smarter. That's smarter. And just sit in gridlock. I
1: like what you're saying. Yeah. Gridlock sounds dope, right? <laughs> yeah, gotta love it. New York City. Oh, my God. Well, thank you so much. This has been amazing. Yeah. I can't wait till next week already. And it hasn't even been this week yet. You know what I mean? Or yeah. I guess it is right now. Shit. That's like a lesson in, you know, staying present. That's beautiful. Wow. I feel like Deep the mindfulness of this episode is just through the roof, and
0: it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and speaking of staying present and up to date, uh, if you want to <laughs> sign up for the Relics Daily 7, go to relics.com slash daily. If you want the best music magazine in the world delivered right to your door, head to relics.com slash subscribe. It's been a really, really wild ride. I feel like indeed the wheels have flown off and I'm excited for next week. So please tune in. Yes, I can't wait. We're going to find ourselves in uh, in some real interesting situations
1: next week, I feel like. Anyway, thank you all. Relics, three from the seven. We are signing off. Bye-bye. Love you the most. Good day.